Blog Talk Radio. This is Watchman on the Wall. This is Elder G. Bazaar, in time radio ministry. Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The one that is, the one that was, and the one that has come, the almighty, everlasting, thou art God. We thank you for being in, tuned in at this time. We're coming in out of loud and clear. We're coming in and let you know there's hope for tomorrow. There's hope for the day. And the hope is all in Christ. All in Christ. It is Jesus Christ that have brought hope to the world. 2,000 years ago, Jesus Christ brought hope to the world. And since then, many thousands of people have received him as Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But the Lord said, I still want more souls. I want people to accept my son, that they will not have to go to hell. For hell was prepared for the devil and his angels. I'm here to tell you that Jesus Christ loves you. He's caring for you. He died for you. He come back from the grave for you, and he's coming back again to get a church, a church of the living God. Jesus Christ said up on this rock, I will absolutely build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And that is to know who Christ is. Before we get started, let's bow our heads. Eternal Father, we thank you this morning, this afternoon, this day for giving us the opportunity to, to bring your word of life and to give people our hope for tomorrow, realizing there is no other name 
given unto heaven whereby we can be saved in the name of Jesus Christ. For at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is Lord to the glory of God. We thank you, Lord, for your Son, Christ. We thank you for dying. We thank you for the resurrection. We thank you for giving us the opportunity to preach your word in these evil times that we're living in. And, Lord, as we go into the service this afternoon, we want everyone to understand that time is running out. It's getting closer and closer each and every day. We ask you right now in Jesus' name to touch whoever needs to be touched to come to the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, amen. This is it. This is it. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. For it is the day that the Lord has made us to give him the praise, not only Sunday only, but praise him every day. For we are definitely, absolutely living in the last days or the last few years or months left before the rapture of the church. The rapture of the church is absolute. It's not absolute. It's absolute. Christ is coming back to get a church. And that church is his body. His body is the one that suffered on that uh, Calvary's cross and hung up on that cross for six long hours. And then he died and went down to the bowels of hell, in hell, and preached to those in hell to let them know victory has come. And the victory is only through Jesus Christ. You hear that? Uh-uh. No other preacher, no other bishop, no other entity, no other demon, no other Nephilim, no other nothing else did what Christ did. Because Jesus Christ is, not was, not going to be, not trying to be. Jesus Christ is God Almighty in the flesh. It was Christ, God himself, suffered on Calvary's cross, not Amen. his own sins. Oh, thank you, brother. Come on in. Amen. Good Good to hear your voice. Good to hear your voice. Uh, what I'm going to do uh, this morning, this afternoon, I'm going to go 30 minutes, and then I'm going to give it to you, 30 minutes. And then I'm, you give it back to me, 30 minutes, and I'm going to give it back to you, 30 minutes. So that's the way we're going to work that out so we all can get into the action so we can tell somebody about what's getting ready to happen in these last days. For we are at the end of the church age. Uh, we have repeated this before, Laocidians. The Laocidian church is, has arrived, and it started arriving in 1948. In 1948, the World Councils of Churches started up, and that was the church in which Lucifer be in charge of, but yet still the true church, amen, has, has been infiltrated, uh-huh, uh, in, in, invaded by false doctrines, false Christ, false preachers. They have tried to overthrow the church, but Jesus Christ said it's impossible. It was impossible that day. It's impossible to today, and it'll be impossible tomorrow. Nothing, nothing on this planet can prevail against the body of Christ. And the body Amen. of Christ is not denominationalism. It is not, that's not the body of Christ. The body of Christ are born-again believers, born-again believers that have given their life 
to Jesus Christ through the sacrificial death and the the sacrificial resurrection of Jesus Christ coming back from the grave, when he came back from the grave, God Almighty had power enough to save the human race, to save the human race. Uh, Before he came, there was animal's blood. I want you to get this now. Animal blood was used as an atonement for man's sin. Only thing that animal blood could do was to cover sins because Jesus Christ, God himself, in the Old Testament, did not accept no other blood sacrifices but the blood of animals. And that animal was sheep, goats, turtle doves, bullocks, heifers, and all clean animals that was fit. But the most prominent one was a lamb. A lamb represents the lamb of God. Jesus Christ could not save until after the resurrection of his body from the grave. And God himself resurrected his own body. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Let me tell you something. The Bible says the the mystery of godliness is a mystery in that. A lot of people can't understand it, but it was all God, all by himself, that made the atonement through his son, Jesus Christ, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, all three are one. And by them all three being one, he made a sacrificial death on his own power. And then when he got up from the grave, he paid He paid the penalty for sin. So nobody else could pay for it. You can't work for it. You can't can't holler for it. You can't cry for it. You got to repent and believe that what Christ did on Calvary's cross was the ultimate sacrifice for God to save man. There's one thing God cannot do. God cannot come down on this earth again and be born of a woman In the manger, he cannot do that no more. That is done. I mean, done, brother. You know, like biscuits in the stove, done. And so there's no other sacrifice other than Jesus Christ that made the ultimate sacrifice. And now men can be saved only, I'm going to say that again, only through the blood of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is one that's in Revelation. He's in Revelation. He's in the book of all the books in the Bible. We can see God working through the Old and New Testament until he came to this earth. Because before he came, he made prophecies about him coming the first time. And he made prophecy about him coming the second time. And since we're living in the second time, that he will come. But he's not coming to die. He's coming to judge the world. And the world needs a judgment. And Jesus Christ said, He has the judgment. But the reason he hasn't came is because he is long-suffering. He is long-suffering that no man perish, but all men come to repentance. So what God is doing, he's giving man time enough, time enough, and he don't give him overtime. He don't give him extra time to make up his mind what he want to do. And seems like man done had all this time, and he still hasn't made up his mind. He's still trying to attain salvation through other means, false religions. He's trying to make uh, 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 demons bring false religion. And, you know, demons can act like a true religion, but they can't live it. 
And one thing about the devil, the devil cannot live holy. No holiness in it. He cannot live holy. And if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior, then you cannot live holy unless you have the applied blood on your soul and heart to save you from sin. And not only do he save you, he takes sin out of you. Woo! He eliminates sin. He destroys sin. What destroys sin? The blood of Jesus Christ can literally <laughs> obliviate sin, death, hell, and the grave. And the devil knows it. And he can't stand the blood of Jesus Christ. He can't stand the sacrifice of death. He can't stand the resurrection. He can't stand nothing that Jesus Christ has already done 2,000 years ago. And guess what? The blood of Jesus will never, never lose his power. I want to get that to you now because we're not preaching some ideology um, religion. We're not preaching some kind of deity. We're preaching what? We're preaching God himself. I do thank the brother for coming in on with me, man. I appreciate you, brother. I want to encourage you to keep it up. Amen. Yeah, let's work it on out and see what we can do today to inspire somebody to come on in and give their hearts to the Lord. That's our main priority. We want people saved. We want people to acknowledge. We want people to know in case if they don't make the rapture, if they don't get saved and they've left here to know exactly what to do. And the first thing you find out that the church is gone and Jesus Christ has taken his body, he has taken the redeemed ones, he's taken the ones that have accepted Jesus Christ, the best thing and the known thing for you to do is fall down on your knees. And pray to God Almighty that he saves you through this tribulation period, that he comes into your life so you can have power to go through the tribulation period. Because if you don't have Jesus Christ and get him early in the, in the uh, uh, tribulation period, the first three and one half years is going to be more preaching of the gospel than the world has ever seen. The gospel will be preached. The gospel has already been preached. For 2,000 years, the church has been preaching the gospel of grace, the gospel of love, the gospel of mercy, the gospel of forgiveness, the gospel of redemption, the gospel of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, that the Lord God can save man from sin, death, hell, and the grave. At the end of the church age, the church will be removed from the planet. Oh, yes, sir. It's going away. It's going away to meet the Lord in the air, and we that remain alive shall be caught up to meet the Lord in the air, and we shall ever, we shall ever be with the Lord forevermore. But after the rapture of the church, the gospel still has to be preached. And since the church won't be here, they won't have no part of the tribulation period. And I know a lot of preachers are preaching that there's no tribulation period, that there's no rapture, that there's no uh, way that man can escape the wrath of God. They're trying, to get, they're trying to get to heaven on good works. They're trying to get to heaven off their mom and their daddy, their sister. They're trying to get to heaven off by just going to church. They're trying to get to heaven off just by doing things in the church. But you can't go to heaven just by working in the church. You've got to do more than work. You've got to repent of your sins and fall on your sin-bending knees and call out the name of Jesus Christ and tell him, Lord, save my soul from sin, death, and the grave. Because church going is, 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 is not the way 
to salvation. So what you mean, preacher? You mean if I if I go to if I don't go to church, I got to go to church? Well, who is the church? The church is you. The church is a born again believer. What you're going to do, you're going to worship the Lord. You're going to honor the Lord. You're going to church to learn about God. You're going to church to know what God has called you to do, and that is preach the gospel. He wants you to be a witness. The church is for the indwelling of people coming in and hearing some real preaching, some real preaching about what God is planning to do with the human race. And what he's planning to do, he's planning to save as many as want to be saved, need to be saved, and give their life to Christ. While we're living in the time of the book of Revelation, that's the time we're living in. Revelation has not been revealed yet, but we have already seen the preliminaries of the revealing judgment that's coming up on the earth. And when the tribulation period comes, the, the, the rapture of the church comes, the church will be gone, but God still is going to get the gospel out. And the only way that he knows that the gospel will be preached is that he's going to bring the Jews back in the land which they are already here. The Jews are in the land of Israel. What are they waiting for? They're waiting for the time of the rapture of the church because the church in Israel will not be ministering at the same time on the earth when the tribulation comes. The tribulation is made basically for the Jewish nation. The Jewish nation has a job to do which has not been finished. And that job is to do is to announce, this is a job, to announce the return of Jesus Christ and to announce when he comes what he's going to do and to announce that this Christ that the Jews have rejected for the last 2,000 years, they are going to recognize that the Christ that they uh, rejected is the true Christ that will be coming on the top of the Mount of Olives at the end of the tribulation. So the Jews are going to be able to preach the gospel. I didn't say gossip. I say gospel, good news. And the good news is when the 144,000 come and they are found in the book of Revelation, the 144,000 will come. When they will come, they will be initiated, they will be stamped, they will be sealed with the Holy Spirit, they will be preaching the gospel of the kingdom, which is Jesus Christ is coming again to set up the millennial kingdom, which will be here on earth. And 144,000, there will be 12,000 from each tribe found in the book of Revelation. It gives us this. Seventh chapter says in the book of Revelation, it says that I heard the number of them which were sealed, and there were sealed 144,000 of all the tribes of the children of Israel, 12,000 from each tribe, the tribe of Judah, 12,000. These are real men. These are human beings. These are men filled with the Holy Ghost, and they will be prophesying for what? 1,260 days, and they will be doing that for three and one half years, and they will be doing that for 42 months, and they will be doing that for times and times and dividing times, which all of them equals three and one half years. 
These three and one half years will be broadcasted all over the world. I'll say that again. The three and one half years of the Jews preaching the gospel will be broadcasted all over the world, from Africa to America to China to Russia. Every person, every person will hear the gospel of the kingdom from the Jewish nation. Why? Because God said the Jews did not finish their mission up on the earth when they in the Old Testament. They came short. They came short. Now listen, they came short of seven years. God only dealt with them for 483 years. The 483 years were cut off at the cross. When God cut them off, he cut them out. He cut off seven years short. The seven years short has not been fulfilled because when he cut them off, he engrafted the Gentiles. Good God Almighty. The Gentiles came in because God came to his own and his own received them not. But as many received him, to give them power to be son the sons of God. And God said, I'm going to stir up some jealousy amongst the Jews. I'm going to cut them off at the cross. And by them cutting them off the cross, I'm going to come up seven years short of the 490 years that I promised to deal with them. So God has only have dealt with the Jews for 483 years. And the 483 years is what God said, I'm going to cut them off, but I'm going to what? I'm going to reunite them back at the end of time for the, never, the next seven years, which will be fulfilled. Listen to me now. Will be fulfilled the rapture of the church. God's going to cut off the Gentiles and graft the Jews back in, and he's going to deal with them for the last seven years. And the seven years will be like hell on earth, but God is going to bring 144,000 Jews on the scene, and they will be preaching the gospel of the kingdom. And like I told you before, ABC, NBC, TNN, all the – all the state of the art of announcement and broadcasting will be what? Worldwide. Come on, doctor. Seven point seven point eight billion people on the planet. Seven point eight billion people on the planet. God got already got six hundred satellites. Listen to me what I'm saying. This is technology. This is how the gospel is gonna be getting out. Six hundred Satellites circling the earth right now. You got your cell. You got your cell phone communication. You got your uh, optic fibers. You got your AI computers all online. They're online. You can get. You can go to any part of the world on your computer. You can talk to people overseas, underseas. You can talk to people in in in, in low low. Uh, uh, areas where it seems like nobody's living. Why? Because of the communication of the modern technology that whoo, that the world has provided and yet still has provided for the world, but people today is using it for crime. They're using it for uh, in the head. They're using it slanderous. But God said it's time out. It's time out. It's my turn now. So God is going to make preparations that the 144,000 mm-hmm. Jews will be seen on internet 
It will be seen on Twitter. It will be seen on TikTok. It will be seen on YouTube. It will be seen on every communication of technology to what? To preach that Jesus Christ is coming back to set up the millennial kingdom and the world, guess what? And the world is going to be angry. The nations of the world is going to be angry. Satan is going to be angry because Satan said, I don't want you to come down here. Satan said, ah, Jesus, don't come down here no more. Mm. I had to deal with you 2,000 years ago, and you got the victory. Woo! You came Mm. up from the grave with all power in heaven and earth in your hand. And now, who are you coming back to judge the world? Don't come back. And I'm going to speak to it. This is the devil. The devil said, I'm going to see to it that I can stop you if possible. And he's been trying to stop Jesus Christ from coming back ever since he said he was coming back. And guess what? He's losing the battle. And the world is under, under the power of Satan. And the world is saying, I care less if he come back. Come on back. I got something for him. Come on back. I don't care what he's talking about. And Come on back. I'm going to heaven anyway. Come on back. I'm the head of this thing. But let me tell you, the devil ain't ahead of nothing. He's ahead of destruction. He's ahead of evil. He's ahead of his own self. And God said, all right, Satan, I'm going to give you a little room. I'm going to give you a little room. And the only reason I'm doing this is because I so love the world so much that I gave my only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. I'm going to give you a few Mm -hmm. more days. I'm going to give you a few more hours. I'm going to... I might give you another year, but I doubt it. Looks like we ain't going to get through this year because things are getting ready to boil up. The 144,000 right now, who God knows exactly where they at. Don't you know the Jews are getting ready for the temple? Don't you know the Jews are getting ready for the old type sacrifice? Don't you know the Jews are saying the Messiah is already here? Don't you know the Jews are right? He is here, and he's waiting for one reason. He's waiting for one state. He's waiting for the glorious church, the glorious church that has been washed in the blood of the Lamb. He's going to remove the church out of the way. We live in here. You can believe it or not. I don't care what your pastor say. I don't care what the theologians say. I don't care what the scientists say. I don't care what the theologists say. I don't care what the geometrists say. I don't care what the ecologists say. We are getting ready to leave this planet in what? In a moment of a twinkling of an eye. Amen. The Bible says, the dead in Christ shall rise. And we, we that remain alive, shall automatically, in a moment, disappear. Disappear. You hear what I say? Gone. And then the Antichrist and the 144,000 will come on the scene. And what did the Bible tell us to do if we want to escape this? It says, repent. Turn from your sins. Turn from your church going. Because your church going is all right. I ain't got nothing going to church. But don't think, because you sit in the pew and you sing a song and you pay your tithe, don't you ever get in your mind because you do good works out of your own works. And your own works is as filthy, low-down, dirty rags. It takes the righteousness of Jesus Christ in your life through the blood Amen. of Jesus Christ by the Holy Ghost to what? 
give you the true righteousness, which is in Jesus Christ. So if you ain't got the righteousness of Jesus Christ and you die, you're going to hell. Hey, preacher. Amen. I love you. I love good preaching. I love preachers who hold the gospel up. But I'm going to tell you now, if you... You better make sure you've been called. You better make sure God has called you to preach the gospel. Because if you haven't been called and you up there going to a seminar, a seminary, or whatever, and you reading off a, a tablet and not coming out of the word of God, and you haven't been baptized and you haven't repented from your sin and you ain't changed, your life hasn't been changed by the grace of God, guess what? You're going to leave here and hell's going to be your home. I'm talking about the mm. deacons. I'm talking about the sisters that sing in the choir. I'm talking about the ones that have a form of godliness, but they ain't got no power. I'm talking about the ones that say they're going to heaven, and yet still they don't know what heaven is like. They'll never taste heaven. A lot of people say, what you talking about, preacher? I'm talking about, have you ever tasted heaven? I have. Yes, I have. Jesus Christ, the best that heaven has. He came down there. I know I'll taste Jesus Christ. And guess what? He is good. He is kind. He is forgiving. And he is real. And I want you to know this evening, you need to know Jesus Christ. Don't put it off no longer. The Middle East East is heating up. Russia is heating up. Iran, Iraq is heating up. Egypt is heating up. All these countries is heating up. The devil's getting ready to be thrown out of heaven. Just a short while ago, he's going to be thrown out to earth, and he's going to come down here and and he's going to raise hell. He's raising hell already. But I'm going to tell you right now, why don't you confess the Lord Jesus in your life and let him come into your life so you can be saved? And Brother brother Tim Jackson is going to give a, a, a lift off. He's going to tell you exactly what to do in order to be saved. It's ABC. Go ahead, Brother Jackson. Amen, brother. All glory be to the most high God. Yes, Amen. Sir, brother. So be here. Thank you for having me. Amen. I'll be on for a short while today. I got to go to work today. But all glory be to God. Amen. What I want to talk to you about, what I want to say to you, amen, is uh, the plan. I want to talk to you about the plan of salvation. Amen. Because this is very important, especially at this day and time. The reason why we actually lost a uh, family friend this morning. She passed away this morning. Amen. God rest her soul. Yes, sir. Family. Amen. Her sister and her loved ones. Amen. It was uh, Amen. Shock. It was unexpected. She was young. She was only like, I believe, somewhere between 56 and 57 years Ooh, old. I don't think she was yeah. 58. Very young lady. And um, her sister says she got up this morning and made us some breakfast, ate some breakfast. And went back to sleep and, and never woke up again on this side. Amen. Amen. And I say that because I think about how tomorrow is not promised to us. Come it's on, not preacher. promised to me. It's not promised to the elder. It's not promised to our children, family, friends, loved ones. And we have to be honest. On this show, we, we keep it real. We have to be honest. We don't sugarcoat anything. This is truth. Amen. We all, yes, amen, may die one day. Amen. Depending yeah. on the, the return of Christ. Amen. We Amen. hate to hear that. We hate the the loss of her life. She was a sweet person. Amen. Uh, never bothered nobody. I've been knowing her since I was a child. She lived two doors down from us when I was growing up. She's a real sweet uh, girl, young lady. 
And um, she was older than me. She was the same age as one of my brothers. They they were classmates in high school. Growing, growing up, actually, oh, all three know. elementary, junior high, and high school, they were classmates. And her older sister, which is a few years older than her, went to school with my other brother. They graduated together. Amen. So we, Amen. we lived two, just two doors down. And they were like sisters to us. And we were like brothers to them because they didn't have any biological brothers. But, you know, like her sister said this morning, she said, you know, she loved us. We love her. And we were brothers to her. We were brothers and sisters because she said they had now. We were the ones that looked out for them and protected them. Amen. Amen. So, Lord, rest her soul. God is good. Amen. And uh, it's time. Amen. It's time, time. brother. It's, It's too much going on in the world to ignore this. You know, you still got people out there making fun of Christ, making fun of God. It's a joke. Oh, this ain't true. The it's just foolishness, and it just breaks your heart <clears throat> to see so many people in the world that is lost. Amen. Amen, brother. So many people in the world that's lost. You still got folks out here that don't believe. But brother, I was thinking about last night. Um, the man, the I believe he was a farmer, and the Bible was talking about. It said, "Thou fool." And you know what, bro, that, that's so And I'm not saying this has anything to do with her other than the fact that she passed away. Yes, Tomorrow sir. is not promised to us. That's the only sure comparison is. I'm making. Do I know her status as far as she's saved? I really don't. I really don't know. Amen. I know that they never went to church. Even when we were kids, they never went to church. I don't really know if she got a life right. I hope that she did. Sweet people, sweet, her and her sister and family, sweet young girls, sweet young ladies. But I pray that she confess with her mouth and that she believe in her heart before it's too late. Amen. I, I pray and hope that. I really, really do. And I'm not just saying that because I, I love her. I know her. what you mean. I know what Amen. you mean. Amen. And we know her. We know these people. We know we grew up together. Amen. Amen. She's their mother. They, their, their mother knew my dad and mom. Amen. And and a lot of times, amen, you can talk to people, amen, but, you know, amen. that's all we can do. That's all Christ commands us to do is to talk to people about love and salvation. It's up to them to take, to take the step because a lot of times people want to know, well, was this said? Was that said? Amen. It was said. Amen. We've been knowing Come on. we were kids. Amen. Come but on. We, one thing I've learned as a 50-year-old grown man is you can't make people. Especially grown folks do nothing. Come on, you can't make people do nothing. It's Come up on. to them, in their heart, in yeah. their mind, yeah, to make the decision. Just Come like on, I man. had to make the decision, Elder Bazaar had to make his decision. The next man and woman has to make the decision whether they want to be saved or not. Yeah. But I was thinking about that. How so many times we see people that we know, people we love, people we go to church with. Uh, but not only just so much go to church, but people we grew up with, and you talk to them. It's up to them. You can't make them get saved. There's the thing. I'm not the only person that's witnessed to people. They've been witnessed to before, and after I walk away, somebody else is going to come into their life. God gives, like he said, God gives you chance after chance after chance. Yeah. Gives God a second chance, and that's what he does. God is graceful. He is merciful. Yes, he is. And, brother, I was thinking about this also. Don't you know if you are seeking God, if you're looking for a way out, God is going to give you a way out. But if you, I was just thinking about this yesterday. I said, but if you have a reprobate mind, 
and you locked up your mind that you don't want nothing to do with God, ain't nothing God could do. God didn't Come do on that. Now. You did that. You chose that. You chose to ignore God. You chose to go by the wayside. There is nothing none of us can do. Salvation is strictly dependent on you because when you stand before God, God ain't going to ask Tim. God ain't going to ask the elder. The Bible already said that it's sealed. God, the Bible already said that any tongue that speaks out against you in judgment, Christ is going to condemn them. They can't say yes. that about you in judgment. He's going to condemn. He's going to He's going to shut them up. Say no. Everything. They're not standing before me being judged. They've already been judged. You are standing before me being judged. What did you do when they came to you and told you about me? Amen. Come on, this preacher. This is not something that's that's new. Amen. This has been going on since the beginning of time. People yeah. are so full of pride. Me and my brothers, we was on the phone early before I got on the air. We've been talking about this. Man is full of pride. People are full of pride. And the more they have, this is true, the more money they got, the more houses, the more cars, the more jewelry, the more money, the more whatever, the more shoes, you can't tell people nothing, especially when they have worldly gain, meaning that it could be on, knowledge. It, it could be people who are smart and intelligent and they making money based off their intelligence, people who got degrees. You can't tell people who got money, the, the, the name, the status, the prestige. You can't tell people yes, nothing. Yes, sir. Again, you can't make a grown person do nothing. That's why nothing. Christ said, if they wouldn't listen to me, Amen. Come on. What makes you think they're going to listen to you? It's true. I've been witnessing for 23 years. The elders have been witnessing 50-some plus years. And, and he can definitely tell you more than I can. Our job is to simply spread the good news. Preach good the gospel. Good news. In yeah. season, out of season. It's up to you to catch fire. I ain't got to convince you of nothing. That's not my place to convince you. My job is to simply tell you about Christ and that he died for your sins. Now, yes, it's up to you if you want to become saved. It's up to you if you want to receive the blood of Christ. But I pray that sister received salvation before she left this world. Lord bless her soul. Uh, uh, Lord, Lord bless her soul to rest. Amen. Hopefully she received him. Amen. Like I said, Amen. I don't really Amen, know. Brother. I'm not in the judgment business. I'm not, I'm not here to condemn. No. Talk down or anything like that. All we could do is simply talk to people. Come on. Amen. Amen. Come on. That's all we could do. But, brother, I was thinking about that last night, how the scripture said, thou fool. Because you want to know why I was thinking about that last night? I was thinking right. when we got off the air yesterday, how people are. People are so arrogant. There are so many people in churches that's not saved. You think these folks that's going, all these folks in church, just because they say they blessed and highly favored going to heaven, a lot of these folks got more hell in them, almost as much hell in them as the devil and the fallen angels and the demons. Come on, preacher. These folks Come got on. so much hell in them. I'm serious. Church folk are the worst. They got so much hell in them, and you just like look at them like, really? You supposed to be a child. You supposed to be. You say you claim you love God, but I can't tell it. They Come got on. so much Come evil, on. so much mess. They so messy. They they love talking about people. They love gossip. They love. They can't wait to talk about. Go people. ahead. They Go can't wait too. to put people down. They can't wait to talk about people. They can't wait to make somebody else feel bad. But yet they so be just to try to make themselves feel good. Come but on, you know, God ain't in that. 
God is in that. nowhere. He is not. He has nothing to do with you trying to make somebody feel bad. I try to understand that all the time, brother, all the time. I try to understand that. How is that you probably be a child of God, but you walk around here with your nose in the air, Woo! Like you smell better Woo! than everybody, like you better than everybody. I tell people all the time, your looks not going to get you into heaven. Your money, your shape, whether you fine or sexy or <laughs> built, Come on now. it's not going to get you into heaven. Your last name ain't going to get you in. Your money in your bank ain't going to get you in. Your cars, your clothes, your businesses. Whatever it is that you have on this earth cannot get you in them. The only way that you can open up the keys to the kingdom is to confess with your mouth and to believe in your heart. What is Romans 9, uh, or I'm sorry, Romans the 10th chapter, verses 9 and 10. Come on, tell say? you. Amen. What, what does it say? This is the only way you're going to get in. Come the on. scripture said that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord, Yeshua, and shalt believe in that heart that Yahweh hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Yes, a very God. simple process. But do you know there are people who've been in church all their life, 5, 10, 15, 20, 35, maybe 25, 30, 35, 40 years in church. They ain't confessing to mouth. they stubborn. They got a reprobate mind. Amen. They ain't studying God. Their mind is sealed. They're self-righteous, self-centered, and think they're better than everybody. Come on, preacher. God ain't in there. They ain't now, in I just have to tell the truth because I get so sick and tired of these so these church folk. That's it. That's all they are. Just church folk. They ain't saints. They ain't believers. They just church folk. They go to church. They dress like the church. They they put on their perfume and their hats or their shoes or their suits or whatever it is they dress, and they come out looking good with their nice cars. And again, got more hell in them. There's some probably some of the demons. Come hey, on, man, they just evil. Ooh, I'm just like, man, these probably be church people. I said, buddy, the uh, hey, amen. Almost got to call myself these Negroes. These Negroes ain't saved. Amen. Hey, Let's just be real. Hey, they ain't. And they want to run around you. here with their nose in the eye. I guess so Come sick on, and tired of it. It's the one thing that 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 drove me from like, from being a part of a church. I'll go. But as far as signing up and joining and being a part of the nonsense, no, I get sick and tired of looking at it. And it's in most churches. I don't care if it's black, white, Mexican, Asian. It's in all churches. Amen. But I, but I hate it so much, therefore, for our church, because you want to know why? It wasn't like that back in the 30s. It wasn't no, it like wasn't. that back in the 40s and the 50s yeah. and the 60s. Yeah. You want to know why? We were all one class. Even if you made more money, we were still one class of people, because you want to know why? Come on. Because, come on. Amen. The situation of racism in this country humbled, humbled our people. We had doctors. I remember I was a kid, and it changed in the 80s because then you've seen, you begin to see after 1985, a lot of blacks begin to migrate to the suburbs. And I understand because there were drugs in our community, there were gangs who started attacking the people who had money and lived good or just because they were different. They begin to attack them, rob them, breaking their homes. I understand why they want to be away from that. So a lot of them move. Amen. 
But back all then, right. we didn't have all that in our community. My dad, the reason why he said, well, how do you know? Because my dad used to tell me. My mentor used to tell me. She said, Tim, back in the 50s and 60s, we went to all-black school, all-black neighborhood. She said, our neighborhoods were clean. You, you wouldn't see a piece of trash on the street. Our neighborhoods were so clean. We respected one another. We loved one another. We uplifted one another. We all went to church. She said she remembered doctors and lawyers in our community. I said, wow. I said, really? She said, yeah. It was no such thing as black doctors and lawyers all across town. We all lived in one community, she said. Amen. Bless, bless the Lord. Amen. You better know it. Amen. And she said they didn't think that they was more than us or anything. We were all one people. Come How on, can we get back to that? That's what we need to get back to as a people. This is why our communities are so ran down and look the way that they do. We got to turn the narrative around. We know that 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 they're pumping drugs into our community, but we got to do something to fix this nonsense. Amen. I just had to share that with you because it breaks my heart. Act like that. Act like they more than somebody because they got a, just a little bit more. Not a, not a lot of bit more. A little bit more than somebody else. Yeah, Amen. I can kind of understand somebody who got. Maybe $25 million to make, maybe $10 million to make. I kind of understand why they probably act like that. But you got some folks just because they drive a nice car, they think they better you. Because they got a better job, they think they better. Because of their last name, they happen to think that they better than you. This is the nonsense that has been perpetuated on this. Amen. And yes, we know that it comes yes, from slavery. Lord. We know it's come from the, the house Negro and the field Negro. We know where it comes from. There's so much come stuff. On. Divide so us Amen. I'm on that today. Amen. And, and it must stop because it's killing our youth. It's killing our women. Our men are being incarcerated. They are pushing gay rights in school. I don't know if y'all seen this video on social media. Well, the gay folks, are, uh, the, the gay community, the alphabet community is talking about, and we're coming for your children. What does that even mean? That don't even sound right. There should be a law against that. They, they should have been put come in jail. They should, they, should have been, they should have stopped them from having that little, uh, they were marching. I'm like, what are these folks marching for? Don't nobody care about you being gay. If you want to be gay, if a man want to take it from another man and give it to another man, that's your business. We don't care about that. We don't need you to march. You already got your rights. What are you marching for? We don't care nothing about you. If a woman want to be with another woman, lay with another, that's your business. If you want to have an orgy with men, that is your business, what you want to do. There is nobody out here coming against. There's nobody. I, you know what's funny, brother? You don't hardly see yes. nobody out here marching against gay rights. You don't see people yeah. marching against gays. But people begin to march against the fact that they are trying to influence the children. And the fact that that that, that, that these are, Let's just call them demons. Let's, let's just go and call it what it is. That's what that they these are. demons have the nerve to shut out their mouth that they're coming for the children. Brother, what does that even mean? I wish you would go to some of these third world countries and shout that out. But them folks will kill you dead. Let's just be truthful with it. Come they on, come they, on. They're not going to tolerate that nonsense in some of them other countries. They're not going to tolerate that nonsense. And you going around here talking about uh, you promoting this. Promoting what? There is nothing... Lord have mercy to promote. Yes. But a bunch of nonsense. Lord have mercy. Come on, preacher. Come on. This is the nonsense that's being proper that's being propaganded. 
to the world, to the children. And amen. We have to we have to stop and we better start standing up. Amen. The people in the churches, we better stop sending friending these folks. I ain't friends with none of them. Amen. I can be cordial. I can speak to you. You know, mostly because I have to if I work with you. Amen. But, hey, that's it. It ain't no more. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't nothing more Nothing more to it. We have nothing else to talk about. And you got to be careful with them because what they'll try to do, they just like the father of the devil. What they'll try to do, they'll try to be subtle with it. And I can't stand yeah. fake people. I can't stand fake people. They are so subtle with stuff. What Come they'll on, try preacher. to do, they'll try to, amen, I'm just being real. They're so subtle. They try to act like they're friendly with you. That, that's how the devil do. Ain't that how Lucifer did in the garden? Yeah. You won't surely die. They try to act like they're your friend. You ain't my friend. I already know what you're up to. You can't stand me because I can't stand you because you know I don't put up with, with, with what you promote. I ain't got nothing to do with you, don't want nothing to do with you, and you got a problem with it. I don't have to like you. I don't have to put up with your nonsense. That's your business. That's how you want to live your life. But don't try to come around and push that nonsense on me and what you believe and try to make it right because I don't think it's right. But this is the world that we live in. Yeah, Amen. Lord. Salvation yeah. is for everyone. Like the brother yeah. said, you could be yeah. turned around. God can deliver you and heal you from any and everything. But the fact that people don't want to be healed, they think that the, the, the devil in this wicked system has allowed them to push the yeah. nonsense. So they're doing it. So now they think it's right. They think it's okay. Amen. And they're going to continue to do what they're doing. And basically, no yes, no. yes, sir. You know what they're saying? Who can stop us? Who can stop? Who can stop us? Lord, Come have on. mercy. Come on. That's what they're saying. Come on. Who can stop us? Amen. Just like I was Amen, talking about yesterday. None of this is going to be stopped until Christ come back. This gay stuff that's going on, it's been going on since the beginning of time. Yes, sir, brother. It's going to get Hate. worse. That's right. Yeah. It's going to get worse. Hate between brothers, the, the people of the world, because of the color or skin color, whatever it is, it's going to get worse. Don't get better. Come on. Because Lucifer is in control. He's had a grip on this this earth for 6,000 years. He has built his worldly evil kingdom for 6,000 years. And I'm not praising him. I'm not giving him no credit. I'm just telling the truth. He has a grip. Adam and Eve handed over the deed to this planet. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. They lost it. They lost the real estate in the Garden of Eden. And now you see Lucifer all over the land, running the rapid. And it's going to take the Messiah to come ah, down ah, from heaven. Come on. But when he comes come back, on. the Bible says, every eye shall see him. Come on. Every tongue must confess. And every knee must bow that he is the Lord. When they see him, they're going to know who he is. They're going to see him in his glory on the white horses. Him and all his angels, amen, and the saints are going to come back. And he's going to take over this world. And he's going to destroy this world, this worldly government. It's going to be destroyed. 
all this stuff that's going on behind the scenes, all these evil governments that know about sex. Brother, I'm telling you, this has been on my mind, brother. I'm telling you, this is all on my mind yesterday, all on my mind today. All this sex trafficking, organ harvesting. Brother, I was thinking about that today. I said, man, it's sad how they are organ harvesting all over the planet. Yes, they are. Prostituting women all across, all in America, they prostitute. They were talking about how they are prostituting all these young girls are just prostitutes. They prostitute. They, they were talking about how they are. Uh, what it is? I think it was. Uh, I don't know. I don't know the city that was. I want to say. I thought it was in Texas somewhere. I, I think. Well, was, I think it was Atlanta. They called. I think it was like nine men. They were nine men. What it was? They were sleeping with a. Uh, I think it was an underage girl. And Lord, the man had he he had somehow kidnapped this girl, and had her. And they were just coming in and out. One get through, the next one just come in. One get through, the next one just come in. And it's just the same thing, day in and day out. And this is the type of nonsense that goes on in our world. As civilized this country, we got AI in this country. How is it that kids are being kidnapped? How is it that teenagers are being picked up from, I don't know, a game or an event? And just walk right on out with with adults or adults, and next thing you know they gone, and they sex yeah. and they got grown men, and like they say on the news, some of these men got children, some of them got wives, they got family, they just going in and out of the hotel, and some of them they said it was coming back for more for second. I said, Lord have mercy, and you can't imagine the ones that they got hidden somewhere. You think these folks don't? These folks that got money ain't behind that. They show you in these different little movies that they show. Yeah, they got this stuff. Well, these 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 rich guys, they perpetuating that stuff. In fact, there was a movie not too long ago that came out here on Netflix where they were talking about the, how this man, he's a rich guy, uh, he's a businessman, and he had been doing it for years. He had been kidnapping young people, young girls in particular, underage girls. It's a movie. It's a TV show. It's a movie. Kidnapping teenage girls and letting other rich men see them or do whatever with them, then he would kill them. That's what's happening. They're not keeping all these kids. Man, all these kids from the last 40, 50, 60 years, because I've been alive, been kidnapped and never seen again. What do you think they do with them? Come on, Some now. Come on. They, they never get to go back home. They've been prostituted. So they've been gone from home so long since they were little bitty kids. They don't know. They, they're so afraid to go home. They don't want them to do with it no more. That's their past life. And now they grown women. I'll never forget this woman, brother, I met back in Dallas a long time ago. She told me uh, this story. She said that um, she said her two brothers was taking advantage of her when she was like 14 and 15. I said, are you serious, your own brother? She said, yeah, her own two older brothers. She even told her mama. Her mama said that she was lying. The girl brother ran away from home. This woman was like in her 30s, I think, when I met 30 or 40 years old. Said she'd never been back home since. I said, you have got to be lying. She said, no. She said, my family don't know if I'm dead or alive. I said, my God. And this is what I'm saying to you in ministry and stuff like that. You hear people, I remember women, when I used to work on a job, women would tell me stuff that's going on in the household from their own husband. I said, but that's your husband. She said, I know it's my husband, but this is what's happening. I said, but that's your husband. Your husband ain't supposed to do that. 
If he wants something from you, hey, man, all you got to do is show love and affection to get it. Come on, preacher. And I had to, brother, it got so bad, I had to stop women from telling me stuff. Because it got so bad on me, it started to affect my spirit. I'm like, wait a minute, y'all can't be, amen, dumping this stuff on me because, hey, you just thought people don't think that stuff is real. When people get to putting their burdens on you, people don't know what we go through as ministers and pastors, the stuff we got to hear from women and and young people and stuff like that. Some of the stuff you have to stop them because you're like, you know what, I'm going to pray for you, amen, because all this stuff that's happened and happening in the world, Amen. You Come can't on. bring that stuff to us. It'll stress you out. I just couldn't Ooh. believe what that woman told me. That she said, she said, my family don't know if I'm dead or alive. She don't know if her mama, bro, she don't know if they're dead or alive. Been gone, brother, since she was 15 years old. I said, Lord, have mercy. And she's from the state of Florida. She was in Texas. They don't even know where she is. I said, Lord, I, and I don't even know if she's still alive. That was been, that's been many years ago. Like 15 plus years or something like that, 10, 15 years. That's been a long time. But like I say, women used to come to me and share. When they find that you're a minister, they want to come talk to you and share stuff with you. And, you know, at first it was okay. But, man, when they when I'm like, no, nah, wait, hold on for a moment. I'm about to start saying, I just start just telling brothers, sister, I'm just going to pray for you. So much is happening in our world. Today. Yes, Lord. It's is running. running. Rapping across this country. And if you don't think this stuff is serious, it's serious. Serious. These folks is kidnapping young girls. And, and you look on the, oh, oh, I'm, like I said, I remember I used to live in Dallas. You, in Dallas, you see there's just young girls all down the street. They, they don't want to talk about their story because you want to know why. Most of them have been kidnapped. Most of them have been pimped and turned out. Don't know, no, no, don't want to go back to their family. Maybe they're too scared. Maybe they're too embarrassed of what their family would think. Because we understand not all of them are kidnapped. Some of them are runaways. Runaways. Some of them are runaways. Yes, sir. And, and I remember me and a, a friend of mine, we were talking one time. He said, you know what? Some of this is, is, is on the kids because the kids don't want to be obedient. They want to be rebellious. They don't want to do what the mom or dad say. Sometimes the mama put my. I remember hearing stuff like that. Mama's putting fourteen, fifteen. I said, "Why don't you put a four in the in the city in the metro? Why don't you put a fourteen, fifteen year old out of the house? It don't matter where you can be in the country. But why don't you put a girl out? More or less a boy, any of your kids, really. But a, why don't you put them out there? You already know what's gonna happen to them. But the world is so cold. I'm on one today. I know I'm supposed to get into the scriptures. I had something else planned to talk about, but the Holy Spirit is just telling me to share this with you. God loves you. This is why we drive home God. This is why we talk about Christ and the Heavenly Father, because it's all about love. Nothing else. It's about love. And we got to show love <laughs> to our youth, especially in the churches. People in the church, we don't have time to walk around with our nose in the air. Come on now. We got youth out here dying. We got young women out here prostituting themselves, getting into porn, because they don't feel like nobody loves them. Maybe, maybe they didn't get love from home. But if you show love in the church, we see so many youth. I've seen youth down through the years come to the church. You always wonder what happened to them. The pastors are so into the collection plate. 
they're so focused on money and what and what they're gonna buy their wives and what they gonna what new car they gonna get, what new suit they already got they already got it planned out for their church and what they gonna buy, what they gonna get. Lord Hammers. But you Lord, know that there are broken souls in your church. And this is why the church numbers is so bad when it comes to salvation. Yeah. This yeah. is why Christ told John. Go to the heads of the church, not the body of the church, not the deacons, but the but the pastoral ship, the leadership of the church, and tell them, warn them what's coming to this earth, warn them to what's coming to this planet. Brother's going to be so nasty and bad. Me and my brother, we were talking about that, or how bad it's about to get. It's about to get nasty out of here. It's, it's already nasty out here, but it's about to get it's worse. So weird. These folks, why y'all don't, why y'all out here, but making these these little video, these little videos, and putting them on social media. Those of us that say we don't we have to worry up, about because when the trumpets blow, we out of here. We out of here. Those of you that don't know God, you don't know what's about to hit this planet. And most of the people who can afford bunkers and and, and a place to hide and they afford guns, they'll be able to st- to stab off men. But they don't understand there's a, there's a spiritual element to the tribulation. I'm about to get back yes, over sir. to you, bro. I'm about, about to shut it down. There's a spiritual yes, element to revelation. There are demons coming out of hell sure on is. this planet. You won't have enough guns. You won't have enough bullets. You won't have enough grenades. You won't have enough gunpowder or nothing. You won't be able to hide. From these spirits, you can't hide from death. Death just gonna laugh at you. Yeah. You can be down in your bunker and still die. You yeah. can be off on an island somewhere and still die. You can be at the bottom of the ocean in a submarine if you want to be. You still gonna die because what's coming to this planet is not natural. It's spiritual, and people think they're gonna live through the tribulation. Only a few gonna make it through. It may be Come in the millions, on. it may be in the hundreds of millions, it may reach over a billion or two. But my God, at what expense? That's something I wouldn't even play with. To be here in the witness, oh, oh, I'm gonna be here. I'm, I mean, I'm hearing folks talking about in, in supposed to be in the church, bro. Folks calling themselves ministers talking about they got the guns ready. Your guns ready for so okay. So you you obviously don't believe in the blood of Christ. What you got Come a on, gun preacher. for? Come on, preacher. I heard so many preachers through the years say, oh, I got my gun. Brother, what you got a gun? You ain't got no. What I need a gun for? Yeah, I got the whole And I yeah. hear all this ignorance and, and foolishness. No trust in God. No trust in God. I'll put my trust in God any day over a gun all or right. any type of weaponry that you can come up with. Because let me tell you something. Right now, Lucifer got a lock on this world. He does. It just has, yeah. to he has a grip on this planet. He has a grip on his planet. They can hear you through all these devices. You think you hide in your information. They know what you got in your account. You're so scared. And it's about to get worse. Like, like the doctor said, it's about to get worse. They about to have, they got crypto ATM. Your money about to be in the cloud. Sure. They can lock your money up anytime. All your information going to be digitized. No, no more analog. No, no more putting it on a piece of paper like they used to do coming out of the early 1900s, 1800s. We're going to be digitized. Yes, sir. And people just don't know what's about. They think it's a laughing joke. But let me tell you, like I well, like we've been saying every week, there are people that died last night. People have died today. 
They closed their eyes on this side, but when they went to the other side, they woke up in hell. I think that's the worst thing to ever go through. Close your eyes on this side. Go to bed, comfortable in your bed, making plans for tomorrow. We all make plans. You think I ain't got plans for this week? I got my week planned out, my next month planned out. I got life planned out. I'm planning on enjoying life too. But the Bible says, to those that are lost, thou fool, this night thou soul is required. Yeah. Something that we didn't expect. That goes for all of us. You didn't expect. But the one thing about us that's saved, like Paul says, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. When we close our eyes on this side, like I said in the book of Luke, I believe it's the 16th chapter, when the believers close our eyes, we are carried by the angels of God to heaven. Our souls are rested. Go ahead, doctor. I didn't mean to take that long. I'm going to be no, 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 no. You all right, doc. You good. You're in good shape. Don't worry. You, you finish up. Yeah, we 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 in a time now where uh, uh, all the materialistic things of the world is losing its its, its uh, power as far as surviving in a materialistic world. Everything is losing its power. And then the 18th chapter of Revelation concludes what's going to happen to all the material. Uh, of materialistic things of the world, everything, anything that can be seen is temporal. Anything that cannot be seen is eternal. And people today are putting their trust in things that can be seen. A child of God puts his trust in the the things that cannot be seen. And since God cannot be seen, that's why you have to live by faith. For without Without faith, it's impossible to please God, for you must be, believe that he is and that he is rewarder to those that diligently seek him. In the book, book of Revelation, which is the, telling you the last part of the last part of the tribulation period, it tells you the outcome of Babylon. I want you to read, I'm going to read the 18th chapter. I want you to follow me if you can, wherever you are. It says in the 18th chapter, this is not read from the uh, uh, Bible, uh, uh, that's been revised. This is King James Version, written by the Holy Ghost, as God moved upon the holy men to write this book, which is Revelation, John the Revelator. It says this, After these things I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lightning with his glory. And he cried with a mighty, with a strong voice, saying, Babylon, the great, is fallen, is fallen, and is become, listen to, listen to what it said now, and is come, behold, become a habitation of devils, and the whole of every foul bird, every, I'm, I'm sorry, every foul spirit, and a cage of every unclean, hateful bird. For all nations, this is the conclusion. This is the last part of the tribulation. This is the last three and one half years. Look what happened. And all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. And the kings of the earth have committed fornication. And the merchants of the earth will wax rich through the abundance of her delicacy. It's telling you about the Babylon world system that we're getting ready to fall underneath of. 
and the world system will be controlled by the Antichrist. There's three world systems. The religious system, the economical system, and the the religious system, the economical system, and the political system. Three systems that exist in the world today, and they're coming to a head. And Babylon is known for its riches. And it says here, And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that ye that you be not partakers of her sin. We're seeing the last part of the tribulation period. There's a lot of people going to get saved in that latter part from the first part of the tribulation. It's going to be so bad. It's going to be so bad for some of them to come out from amongst Babylon. And here it says, and you, and that you receive not the plagues, for her sins have reached into heaven. Check this out. The sins of Babylon, the world economical system, materialistic system, the system that's controlling the world today through Lucifer because people have gone materialistic crazy. They want everything materialism and have forgotten about the spiritual things of what God has for them, and that is salvation. And salvation can only come by Jesus Christ. And it says here, reward her even as she rewarded you, and double into her as she has doubled according to her works. In the cup which she has filled to her double, how much she has glorified herself. Oh, man, the rich billionaires and rich uh, 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 millionaires. They are celebrating the day. Oh, all the factories and all the uh, the money that men are making today, the they are whoring it up for the last days. And in the last days, men will try to depend oh, upon man. the riches of the world to hold themselves together. But see, money cannot hold you together. Only thing can hold you That's together right. is the blood of Jesus Christ. The only thing that can give you a sound mind is the blood of Jesus Christ. The only thing that has the love of God is through the blood of Jesus Christ. The only thing Amen. that can give you a sound mind and a sound heart and a sound spirit is that you anchor yourself in Jesus Christ. Because if you anchor yourself in the materialistic world, you're going down. How far down can you go? There are rich people today, listen to me, there are rich people today in the same asylum. They got money, but they're in the same asylum. They done lost their mind. They don't even know they have it. They have been greedy and greedy after materialistic came until their mind buckled them. They were living fear and got millions of dollars. Living in fear because they think they're going to lose their money. When they think that and try to hoard it up, guess what? The body breaks down, the mental breaks down, the, the spiritual mm-hmm. breaks down, and you become a what? You become a deadbeat. If you could go to mm-hmm. the same today and come out of them, you would lose your mind yourself because you would find out how much money they got, how long they've been having it, what they're planning to do with it, and now they don't pop the fuse. And when you pop a fuse, whoo, when you pop that fuse, 
and you start losing your mind and seeing weird things and, 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 and saying weird things, you know what that is? That's demon possession. Demons get a hold of your soul and your spirit after greed, and it works on your spirit mind, works on your soul mind, and it will drive you insane over materialistic worldly goods. In Revelation, it tells you Babylon has fallen. Babylon is going down. Babylon does not come from God. Babylon is wicked. Babylon is not eternal. Babylon is going down until the point where God said in the end time the economical system will collapse. Don't you know the banks are getting ready to collapse? Don't you know Bitcoin is getting ready to go down? Don't you know AI is getting ready to take control of the money system, the political system, and what? And the religious system? Don't you know men are getting ready to be controlled by a machine? Don't you know the antichrist is going to use AI? to control man's behavior, to, uh, 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 control man and buying and selling, don't you know Babylon is on its way down? Whoa, it's going way down. Listen to what it says. It says, how much she has glorified herself and lived so Amen. much, live what? Live deliciously. Woo! The rich people are living what? Deliciously. They got Everything that the world can offer you. Some church folks are caught up in this thing. Money, 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 money. Riches, gold, silver, all cars, automobiles, houses, everything that you can think of to try to satisfy your soul. And nothing in this world can satisfy your soul. Nothing. You hear what I say? Nothing. People have tried it. They have died over it. They have been killed over it. They have went out of their minds over it. Why? Because the Bible said, what profit a man to gain the whole round world and lose his soul? And people are losing their soul every day because they're in Babylon. They're in Babylon. They love Babylon. They, they sleep Babylon. They wake up going to Babylon. They, 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 they shop Babylon. Why? Because materialistic gain is driving people mad. Listen to what it said. Listen to what it said. How much she has glorified herself and lived deliciously. So much torment and sorrow give her what she said in her heart. Now, listen to what she said. This is what Babylon said. In her heart, she said, I sit as a queen. I oh. sit on the top of the world. That's what the Bible said. I sit as a queen, and I am no widow. I am no widow. I ain't by myself. And if you want to get technical, she said, I got my husband. I got my men. I got everything. I'm no widow. Amen. Listen to what it said. And she'll see no sorrow. You know, people say, I ain't going to die. I ain't gonna go, I ain't gonna never be poor. But let me tell you, during the latter part of the three and one half years, there's gonna be more poor people in the world than ever in human history because money is not gonna be the answer. Money is not gonna satisfy. Money is gonna bring torment. Why? Because Amen. the love of money is a root of all evil and people will become evil that they don't care nothing about themselves nor nobody else. Listen to what it says. Eighth verse says, Therefore shall her plague come in one day. Listen to what's coming. This is what's coming, church. This is what's coming, preacher. 
This was coming, uh, 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 the world. Listen what's coming. One, it said, in one day, death is coming. Mm. Mourning is coming. Famine is coming. And she shall be utterly burned. What you say? Burned with fire. For strong, good God Almighty, listen, for strong is the Lord God who judges her. God is the judge. I'm not the judge. No. The prophet is not the judge. No. No rich man is the judge. There's only one judge, and God is the judge. And God is going to judge her. For what? Her wickedness. Her wickedness. And it says this year, God is going to do the judging. When God gets to doing the judging, the Bible says there's going to be a few men left. There's going to be a few men yeah, left yeah. at the end of the tribulation year because men are going to fight, fight an army. Men are going to gather the armies of the world. Listen, men are getting ready to have a total rebellion against God Almighty. Men are going to do the same thing that Sodom and Gomorrah had. The men going to do the same thing that Noah had to go through. Because when Noah told the people, come on on the boat, don't you know the world was corrupt and filled with abomination? Don't you know the yeah. Nephilim was in rule? Don't you know what the Nephilim were doing? They was cohabitating with the human race. And when they cohabitate with the human race, there was angels having sex with the human race. And what they produced, they produced Nephilim. And Nephilim, after they died, they become demons. And these demons are yeah. working today. These demons at the 24-7. These demons are working when you sleep. These demons are working while you're driving down the road. These demons, why are you at a football game, a basketball game? These demons are working every day, and what they're doing, they're roaring across the planet. They're roaring across the atmosphere. They're in the first and second heaven, and they tell me they're getting ready to come down here. I heard the brother say the other night, amen, brother Tim Jackson was saying that these demons are getting ready to have a war going on in heaven. And this year, war is found in the book of Revelation in the 12th chapter where the devil and his angels will be literally cast out of heaven and they are going to come down here and invade the earth. They're already in process now and you want to know what they are? They're UFOs. They're demons entities. They're demons working day and night. They're the gods of this world and they're trying to control the human race and they're after those that they, he don't have and he's not worried about that they do have because the ones that he do have, he's trying to keep them from going to Calvary's cross. Good God Almighty. They don't want, the demons don't want you to go to Calvary. They don't want you to come down on your bending knees and confess your sins to Jesus Christ and repent of your sins because if you don't repent, you shall likewise perish. And when you repent, you turn from your wickedness. You turn from the, the ways of the world. You turn from Amen. sin and degradation and you confess with your mouth and you believe with your heart that the great God of Zion raised Christ from the dead and down he's on sitting on the right hand side of the Father and when he come back Babylon got to go down because Babylon's been here a long time. Babylon's been here ever since the eleventh chapter of Genesis and they crossed on over in uh, to uh, 
uh, Median Persian Empire, and it crossed on over to the Grecian Empire, and it crossed on over to the Roman Empire. And when the Roman Empire came, it lasted for almost 700 years. But it tell me a full 76 A.D., uh, Rome fell and burned to the ground. And when it fell in full 76 A.D., about 1,200 years later, they tell me Rome was revived in 1948. And now Rome is coming back as a recall because they're trying to set a new world government. And this new world government is going to end up being the Babylon, that of the economical Babylon. And Amen. she's going to rule the world by materialistic gain. And everybody now is trying to make a little money. Folks are losing their jobs. And tell me men are trying to get gold and silver and gather it up for the great and notable day of the Lord. But gold and silver is not going to bring you out. Well, yes, Lord, why don't you wake up and find out that there's only one way that you can escape the wrath of God. And the way to escape the wrath of God, you've got to go see Dr. Jesus. And Jesus is the one that can give you an ailment. He can fix it up. Why? Because he's got the antidote. He's got the antidote Amen. against sin. And the only thing that can destroy sin, good God Almighty, the only thing can eliminate sin. And somebody say, what is it, preacher? Mm-hmm. Who is it, preacher? And I'll tell you who it is. It's Jesus Christ. What is it? It's his blood, because in his blood is power, mm-hmm. unspeakable and full of glory. In his blood is power to save a whore mongrel. It's power to save a whore. It's power to save a homosexual. It's power to save a lesbianism. It's power in the blood of Jesus Christ to turn the souls of men around, and they'll be calling out Jesus Christ is Lord and the glory of God. Listen to what it says. Listen to what it says. I want to get down here. Let's skip down there to the 12th verse of Revelation. Listen what listen what these people are worshiping. Listen what they say, what the Bible says. It says, the merchandise of gold, Lord, have mercy, and silver, and precious stone, and pearls, and fine linen, negligees. Oh, my God. Woo, Victoria. Woo, negligees. All these undergarments that men are making out of linen. Lord, have mercy. You can find them in any store just about. For, for 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 men to buy and women to buy to put on for the men. We got linen. Not only that, we got purple. We got one of the most known colors in the Bible, purple. We got silk, silk suits, silk coats. Oh, man, we living now. And all that fine wool and all manner of vessel of ivory and all manner of vessel of most precious stone of vessel wood. Hey, I'm my man here doing the program. And it says, Base of the iron and marble. Amen. Iron and marble. It says, and cinnamon and odor and ointments and frankincense and wine and oil and fine flour and wheat and the beasts and the sheep and the horses and the chariots and the slaves and the souls of men. It says, and the fruit of their soul lusts after mm. what? And departed from what? From you and all the things which were dainty and goodly departed from you, and you shall find them no more at all. The merchants of the these things which made rich by her shall stand afar off, and the fear mm-hmm. of torment, weeping and wailing, and they will be saying, At last, at last, 
that great city, that great city, that great city that was clothed with fine Latin and purple and decked with gold and precious stone is all gone. All gone. It's all gone forever. It'll never come back. Mm. It'll never come back because this is the close of the end of time. It's the close of the end of time. The world is coming to its last draw. No riches will ever bring the world back into prosperity and riches. The third the third three and one half years of the latter part of the three and one half years. This is coming up pretty soon. Amen. Everything that you see today, all the fine clothes that men and women and children have, all the gold and silver and brass, all that stuff is going to burn up. And the world is going to stand by and say, at last, at last, the great Babylon and the false prophets and the false antichrist and all the demons and devils and cohorts and, and, and satires, all these wicked malignant spirits at the Amen. end of the tribulation will be cast into what? The bottomless pit. And they will stay there and the world will continue on into the millennium reign. And all that the world has to offer will literally be consumed by fire. Because the Bible tells me 6,000 years ago, God put a rainbow in the clouds. And he said, I'm going to destroy the world by water. And I don't know about you. I know I ain't going to hell. But I'll tell you one thing. If I had to die, I would rather die with water than die with fire. And Amen. no one told them that. Let me tell you something. He said, it's going to rain. Oh, yes, it's going to rain. But the world was prospering then. And this, they, by them were prospering. They didn't believe that anything could happen. And they say, well, Noah is building an ark. Look at the food. He'd been building that mm. for 50 years. Look at the food. He'd been building it for 100 years. Look at the food. Well, he is wasting his time, and the world is saying, look at the preachers preaching that Jesus Christ is coming back. And they say, look at the food. They've been talking about it. He's been coming back for 2,000 years. Look at the food. He's been talking about it in his sleep. He's been talking about it on the street. He's been talking about it in the congregation. But look at the food. Don't you know Jesus Christ ain't coming back to this earth? He don't have the time. But I'll tell you one thing. He got time because one day on Calvary's mountain, he came down to 42 generations, and he did something that no other man could do. And what did he do? He came down. And what did he do? He died on Calvary's cross. Yes, he do. He got time because let me tell you, time is of the excellence. You need time to know that what Jesus Christ done 2,000 years ago still have his power, still got his power. And the world is saying, look at the food. He's still preaching Amen. that. Brother Bazaar, I've been to places where people say, you still preaching? I say, yeah, I'm still preaching. And people who really don't like to hear the preacher say, well, look at the food. How long you been preaching, Brother Bazaar? I've been preaching for about mm. almost 60 years. 60 years. Well, what I'm you been preaching? I've been preaching Jesus and him crucified, died on Calvary's cross. He's been, he been 
saying he's coming back for 2,000 years. But look at the fool. He ain't came back. But let me tell you, not saying that he is coming back because he can't come back until we hit the last day time. And we are living desperately. We are living perfectly in the last days because everything that the Bible said it would do, guess what? It is doing it. Hell is on fire. They tell me hell is on earth. Hell is in the air. Hell is in beer joint. Mm. Hell is in the church. Hell is on the street corners. Hell is in the house of prostitution. Hell is in the families. Yeah, the world has gone mad. The reason why, because we're living in the last day. What are you waiting for? But look at the fool. He's still preaching. Look at the fool. He's trying to tell somebody to get saved. He better be saved himself. Well, I'll tell you one thing. i tell you if I ain't saved, shame on me. If I ain't saved, I ain't got no business preaching this. If I'm not saved, I need to take my match and, and light my light myself on fire and jump in hell right now because I know one thing. Jesus Christ is real. Jesus Christ is sure. The word of God don't fail. God is coming back in his son, Jesus Christ. The 18th chapter of Revelation shows you the fall of the economical Babylon. And Babylon is getting ready to fall. Babylon is not United States. Babylon is world government that covers the whole world. Yeah. Everywhere you go, you don't see nothing but un- disbelief. People are killing, raping. The brother was mentioning these little 13 and 14-year-old girls is, 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 wow. uh, is being raped and sold for sex. We got people who are killing babies. We got people who are killing and sacrificing children and drinking their yep. blood. Come on now, y'all. We better wake up. What do you think? We ain't in. We ain't living back there in ancient time. We living in the end time. The end time mm-hmm. is worse than the beginning of time. And the beginning mm-hmm. of time was light work, but now we in the heavy duty. We got sin rampaging like water flowing over a river. And people laughing and joking and clowning and partying and doing everything. But yet and still, they say, look at the fool. He's still preaching. Look at the fool. He's still walking over the same thing he'd been preaching 60 years ago. What is going on? Where's the promise of his coming? The fathers had fell asleep, and things continue on they were. Where are they? Where is Christ? Is he chicken? Is he sticking to come out? No, he ain't chicken. If it's anybody chicken, it's you. You're chicken to repent of your sin and come to Jesus Christ. Because if you stay a chicken, you're going to die a chicken, and you're going to go to hell as a chicken. Because when you get to hell, you're going to be flapping wings and ain't going to have none to cool yourself off. I'm not saying this in hate. I'm saying this is a warning. Amen. I'm saying this is love. I'm saying this is to put you some what? Some reverent fear that God is not playing. God ain't playing with me. He ain't playing with Brother, Brother Jackson. He ain't playing with nobody. We are living closely to the return of Christ in the That's rapture. Right. That's where the end of the church age will end. It will end at the rapture. We are going to see Jesus. 
We are going to be judged by Jesus. We are going to celebrate with Jesus. We are going to the Lamb's Supper. We're going to sit down at the table. We're going to go to the judgment hall, and we're going to be judged for our works. And we're going to meet the Old Testament saints. And we're going to sit down at the table, and we're going to shout and sing. And we are going to be aware of the tribulation period going here on earth. And God said, after you go to heaven, I'm going to see the effect of your works when you leave, because a lot of people ain't going to have no effect upon the world when they leave here. But let me tell you, I want to have an effect upon the world when I leave here. They're going to say, where is that crazy preacher at that said there's going to be a rapture? Well, guess what? He's here. He, he was right. Brother, brother, brother Tim Jackson was right. And he was Amen. right because he comes from the word of God. You don't have to buy, you don't have to duck under nobody's feather and say something is wrong with you. Why? Because you know you're right. Jesus Christ was right all the time. And he said he was coming back, and he never told a lie, never never will tell a lie, don't have to tell a lie, because he is truth. He's all truth. Truth was here before falsehood. Falsehood got to go. Falsehood in the church got to go. There won't be no falsehood in the true church. When the true church is magnified and glorified and sanctified and and, and taken up into heaven, we're going to have a brand new body. We're going to be able to move. We're going to be able to see exactly what God is doing. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, what in the world? What in the world do you want in this world? A gold ring, a necklace around your neck. You want to have tattoos, tattoos all over your body to what? Prove what? What are you proving? Or would you rather have the Holy Ghost? You don't want the Holy Ghost. If you want the Holy Ghost, you'll be crying for it. You'll be crying and repenting of your sin, asking the Lord Jesus to come into my life now. Please, Father, send your son for what he did on Calvary's cross for me. I'm convinced. I am convinced, and I'm coming to you right now. You need to come to him right now. I'm going to give it to the brother right now. And he's going to close out at the end of 7 o'clock. And he's going to offer an altar call. And he's going to say the last 20, 25 minutes. I'll be sitting right here listening to what he has to say. Because let me tell you, it's almost over. In Jesus' name. Go ahead, brother. Talk. Take it on in. Amen. Amen. I've been here for a little bit, brother. Amen. For a little bit. Amen. And I want to say to, to our listeners, amen, I want to say Amen. We love you all. We thank you all for listening. We thank you all for tuning in. Amen. You could have been doing something else today. I know here in Texas it's almost 100 degrees again. It's nice and hot as swim weather. As well as to be out barbecuing and grilling and be at the park, at the movie, at the restaurant. You could be doing anything, but we are so grateful for you listening in today. We thank the Most High God for the saints of God. We thank him for our salvation, both mine and yours. I thank him for Amen. The the uh, uh, the trials and tribulations that have come to make us strong. We are praying for those that are lost. Amen. We are praying for those that are lost. As the brother said, we are definitely in the end time. We are definitely at a time where we're about to close the chapter. Amen. Of this book. Amen. Meaning that the church age is almost over. With. There is no doubt. Amen. That we are at the end of the church age. Don't let no one deceive you. We are definitely in the end times, at a time to where 
You got people in the church. Oh, there's a gay church. I think we, we talked about this a few weeks ago when the lightning struck the church. I saw it on, on YouTube. And, uh, I wasn't even looking for it. It happened to be in my feed. It said the lightning struck the church, and um, the church caught on fire and burnt up. And I say, man, people can play with God all they want, but God is yeah. God is nothing to play with. And why don't you play with your soul? Just like God struck down Sodom and Gomorrah, amen. You best believe it. Rest assured, he struck down that church. And, th- and you know, God is so, we're in the time of, of the grace administration where God, excuse me, amen, where yes, God sir. is so merciful. Amen. You know, back in the old yes, testament, amen, before Christ came, God didn't play. Amen. He gave them chances now, amen. Don't get me wrong. He gave them chances because he, because uh, I believe it was Lot. He said, uh, yeah. well, you're sprouting city for 45. <laughs> but every time I think about that story, it makes me laugh. I can't help but to laugh. He said, go, you go for 30 days. He said, Fred Bishop, if you find 45 in the city, I will spread the city. Yeah, he went, they couldn't find 40. And the number kept going. He said, if you can find five, <laughs> About spread the city, and it's getting like that now. It's getting like yes, that in the sir. world now, to where you can't hardly spare those who say that they're God. They're not of God. God is getting sick and tired of sin, and I'm quite for certain over the past six thousand years, He is definitely sick and tired of man and his his wicked ways and ignoring God. That's what He really is tired of. He gets tired of man ignoring God because see, God is graceful and merciful. And all the years that God let us live on this earth, and He's merciful. I've seen people. This is this is not this is not a joke. I've seen people that we've known as family and friends, been in the family on this earth, older than me, fifty, sixties, seventy years old, and they ain't set foot in the church. And you can say what you want to, and you say, "Oh, well, you don't know if they're saved." Mm. Let me tell you something about God and the Spirit of God. Amen. You're gonna find if you if you're a child of God, you're gonna find your way back to the church. You gonna you're gonna do something with ministry. Even though you may not go to church, you're gonna do something in ministry. If it's on the radio like we doing. I, I I grace the church maybe once or twice a month, amen. When I preach, amen. For a while I was going like uh almost every Sunday, amen, for the past year. Amen. But I kinda slacked up a little bit because I've taken on other responsibilities and I'm still on the earth. But I think about the people that I know, and I look, and I'm like, man, this person's still around. This person is 60, almost 70 years old. Do you know them folks never go to church? You don't never hear nothing about them doing anything in ministry. And you know, the Bible says, it says you try the spirits by the spirit. We know. We, we ain't dumb. We got brothers that want to say something. Well, how you know they ain't say, please, we're not dumb. Amen. You know the spirits. Try the spirits by the spirit. You know what the person's of God. All they do is raise a bunch of uh, uh, H-E-double hockey sticks. They ain't studying God. Every time you see them, they doing something they got no business doing. They never grace the church. And you want to wonder if these folks, if these folks are, 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 are saved or not. I tell you right now, I don't wonder about it. Amen. Because for the most part, God give it to us to know. It ain't a secret. We know these folks are of God. The Bible says it. Test the spirit where they are of God. And these folks, that's all they do. They're up and down the earth. They, they're doing what they want to do. And, I, and, and it just reminds me so much of Sodom and Gomorrah. 
Amen. How how God just He was so merciful to him. He didn't have to be. He could have destroyed it, but he knew that Lot and his family was there. So because they were there, he at least allowed them time to yeah. told Lot to go, leave, yes, and don't look back. Don't. Amen. Take all your goods, all that you can take, all that you can, all that you need, and leave. Amen. Amen. And, and and you think about this stuff. Amen. And how his wife, I always think about how his wife looked back. I've always asked that question for many years of my salvation. Was she participating in some of the nonsense that was going on? You know, a lot of times when you love things, it's hard for you to let go. Yeah. When you love sin or, or yeah. whatever, it is, it's hard for you to let go of that. Yeah. It's hard to let go of the club and the drinking and the bars and the strip <laughs> clubs and the partying and the dancing. and You name it, it's hard to leave that stuff. But, man, when you're done with it, you're done with it. Come on. The clubs can't do nothing for me. I can care less about it. Amen. I went there years ago. Ain't nothing can do for me. I have no desire to go out and do those things no more. Amen. And and a lot of times, that's the only thing that I can think of when his, when, Lot, when his wife looked back. I said, yeah, this sister was hanging on to something. I don't know if she was participating in the sins or not, but something in that city. She enjoyed, and not only just the city itself. Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed, but all the little suburban, the little suburban cities, little small cities around it, was also destroyed. God was graceful and merciful. Amen. Yes, he gave them the opportunity to repent. A lot of times, people don't want to repent. Don't want to repent. They love sin. They love doing yeah. what they want to do, and that's what the world is. I want to do what I want to do. I yeah. don't want you and nobody tell me. That's what's wrong with the gay community now. They don't want uh-huh. you to judge them. They don't want nobody to tell them they're wrong. You can't on, tell preacher. them that they're wrong. Who are you Come to on. judge me? You ain't God. Only God can judge. Oh, they got all these little cute sayings, all these little nonsense. Oh, you know, you ain't God. Who made you God? <laughs> oh, well, it ain't about who made me God. But I do have the right as a preacher and a man of God to tell you, but the scripture says, what thus says the Lord? Amen. Amen. Right. So, 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 you know, here's the thing. We can't sit here and ignore God. God is sick and tired of man. It's been 6,000 years. Time on, is definitely almost up. You can ignore Time's God all out. you want. It's running out. Running out. You, you know it's running out. Amen. 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 Yes, and, amen. And, and like I say, judgment is coming. coming. Amen. Amen. Judgment is coming to this earth. We can we can act as if it's not. We can act as if it's not going to happen. Come All on. we can do is pray for the lost. Amen. I pray yes, for sir. people every day, all the time, because you know the the stuff that's that's going on in the world. Amen. All that we can do is simply pray for. Amen. Praise, yeah. praise to the Most High God. Just pray because you want to know why the world is going to do what the world is going to do. Come but on, there preacher. are souls. I'm happy to announce that I've been noticing people are getting saved. You know, you see people every now and then talking about they gave their life to Christ. It brings joy to my heart to see that because, hey, Come on, brother, preacher. sister, you have escaped. And I'm glad that you have escaped. We want you to escape. 
the wrath that is to come. We don't want you to sit here and have to go through this stuff that's about to hit this planet. Amen. This stuff Amen. is real. It's not a joke. Amen. But so many people make a joke. They laugh. And I'm telling you, man, and, and I remember my brother, he shared this with me a long time ago. He said, brother, he said, Tim, the worst spirits to deal with is those of the lesbian and gay community. They are the Come worst. On, and he's right. On, they are the worst. When you try to witness to them, you know, I witness the people who got money. I witness to, to men, witness to women, people lost. The worst people to try to approach, other than rich, rich people second on the list, is people who are gay, both men and women. They, uh, you know, just, they're the worst. They don't want to take your, and now that the government has given them rights, oh, you can't say nothing on the job. You can't have this discussion. And don't get me wrong, I understand, you know, respect at work. You want to respect people. You want to respect, and work is for work. You want to respect people's space. Amen. But now they all out here in the street marching. They don't want you to say nothing to them. And this is why this country, amen, is is, is going to, if God's going to judge this country, you think America's going to get away? America still has not atoned for slavery. And now you are basically completely turning your back on God. Lord, have mercy. Man, 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 don't you know what's about to hit this planet? Get this, Lord, this plan. It, 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 brother, it's about to go down. The yeah. Antichrist is going to come on the scene. Yes, it's yeah. going to get, it's, amen, he's about to come on. It's going to get ugly. It's going to get nasty. And ain't nothing you could do. Amen. Ain't nothing you could do. Because if you caught here, Lord have mercy. Man, you got to go through this tribulation if you make it. And, man, I'm telling you right now, brother, I was thinking about this the other day. But, but, you know, because, you know, I've, I've been, you know, we really researching, we hear what people say. And uh, there, there's a comment that was made. You know, they got these people who are supposed to know the Bible. You know, you got the people who say that they don't believe that they say the tribulation happens over the 2,000 years. In other words, like like what happened <laughs> Ooh, with is part of the tribulation. What happened with World War II and World War III is part of the tribulation. What no, happened no, with slavery no, no. is part of the tribulation. It is part of the tribulation, but it's not the great mm-hmm. tribulation that's to come. No. There is a seven-year tribulation. There are some things that, 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 they have, that they cannot give an account for, like the great earthquakes. It ain't happened yet. Come I don't on. know a time in recorded history that where they said the entire earth shook. Go back and read Revelation. It says that the entire earth is going to shake in the tribulation. Do yes, you sir. still think that the tribulation has happened? It could. But let me tell you something. An earthquake so powerful that's going to shake the Hey, let me tell you something. An earthquake, that great earth, that earthquake that happened over in uh, Haiti, there was one that happened over one of those Asian nations. And there was one that happened, I think, in Turkey just last year. That went, or it was like, oh, so many people died. Let me tell you something. We didn't feel that. I didn't feel it. Nobody felt it. My brother used to live in California. He used to tell me about the tremors and the earthquake. Now, no, not tremors. They have earthquakes. They have tremors, too, but they have earthquakes. He said, Tim. He said one of the worst feelings in the world is for that earthquake to shake 30 seconds or more. 
He said, man, it's like it ain't going to I said, are you serious? He said, yeah. I said, just 30 seconds. He said, yeah. He said, that 30 seconds feel like fucking. When you hear that that rumbling and that shaking yeah. all the furniture and everything, your hands go to shaking. And, and he said, when you try to move and walk, you lose your balance. I'm telling you, he said, yeah, man. He said, it's no joke. He said, a lot of people make it laugh. So, you know, he grew up in Texas. We grew up in Texas. So, we don't, we, we got these little stuff where they be fracking, when they be out here trying to uh, dig for oil. We feel those little tremors. That's all we get here in Texas. Uh, uh, we, we've had, like, little tremors. They say somewhere in the earth, is, the, the, the uh, earth is shifting. And, and it's funny because to us, it's neat because we ain't experienced no real earthquake thing. so it's kind of neat to feel because they so unexpected they just happen out of the blue and next thing you know you feel like you feel your desk it's like we just working in the office bro we feel our little desk shape feel like we just slid across the floor a little bit and it's so funny to us but to people who've actually been in an earthquake it's no joke especially when you're talking about 15 20 30 seconds he said it feel like it's two or three minutes he said it's, and it's like the worst thing because you don't know if the building gonna fall come on i said lord have mercy and that's just, uh, uh, we're talking about a 20-second, 30-second earthquake. He said, brother, an earthquake can't go on for minutes. I didn't know this. He said, there's no way. If an earthquake go on for two or three minutes, it's, it'll turn a city up. There's no way the earthquake's that long. He said, it'll turn, it'll, turn, it'll turn a city up. So you think about this great earthquake that's coming in the book of Revelation. Think about that for a minute. Lord, have mercy. Now, mercy. That earthquake, if the whole earth shape, brother, you're going to have cracks in the earth as wide as a road, as wide as your yes, street, sir. like the street in front of your yard where your car drives yes, down, you're going to have cracks. And they ain't going to talk about just way over here. You're gonna, it's going to be almost probably all over the planet. You're going to see these cracks all over the planet. And some are going to be bigger than that. Some are going to be twice that size. And they ain't going to just go five or ten feet deep in the earth. They probably going to be like 50 yards deep in the earth, maybe deep in there, maybe 100 yards deep in there. Brother, that's scary. Because if you fall in there, it's going to be hard for them to get you out of there. It's going to be hard yes, for you sir. to climb out of there. Because you don't know if the earth cracks open, you don't know if there's already openings in the earth. So it may, you may fall even deeper. Amen? Yeah. I'm just telling you the truth. I'm telling you what the Holy Spirit is revealing to me. This type of stuff is going to happen. You can sit there and think that it's not going to happen. Amen. But it's going to happen. The it's only going to happen. It's going to happen. The only way that you're going to escape the great tribulation, Lord, I'm through salvation. That is your only doorway in Christ. Christ, God is prolonging your salvation. He's prolonging his return, I mean, just for more people to get saved. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. What we're, we're in the here. world? We're here. We're here. Why, why wouldn't you want to Why wouldn't you want to get saved? Come on. Why wouldn't you want to get saved? <laughs> Come on, preacher. Why? Man, I, 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 brother, I'm still trying to figure out. There is no way in the world I would want. Here's the thing, especially for poor folks, people who got money, they got a little advantage because if you got money, guess what? If you got money, you probably can afford a bunker. You probably can afford a lot of food, a lot of water. You probably can build a big house 
like a fortress. I remember this has been years ago, years ago. It's probably been like over 15 years ago, probably longer than that. I remember when I used to work at this bank, and we all had this conversation. It was on the Internet about this man in Arkansas. And I wonder, I'm going to Google when I get off the because I wonder if it's, if it's still, I wonder if his house, they say he had, such, he had a big, gigantic house, but he built like a fortress. And we always wondered, why is he building his house like a fortress? There's so many people that got money that know some things that's going on. I'm telling you, the folks that's in this so-called Illuminati stuff, they know stuff. They know yeah, Some stuff. of them know about us at the very, very top. They know what's about to go down, and some of them tell yeah, their family members and friends. This third World War Three, about Come to on. go down. This stuff is no joke. No joke. China is still flexing them up. Let, let me tell you something. Hey, man, I'm gonna be like the brother. I'm gonna get a little vulgar here. I'm just gonna be real with you. China is punking America. They want mm-hmm. America. They want America to draw up and have a because. Because let me tell you something. If Africa, South America. Some Arabic nation was to do the things that China has been doing here in the last year to America. Oh my gosh. We have soldiers ready. We have 10,000 soldiers ready to go to war. We have our jet planes ready. They, they fix the kill. But because China boasts 200 million soldiers, we don't know what they got in AI. You see them robots fighting? We don't know. They may have 200 million robots. Come on now. AI, Come on now. Uh, uh, I robot soldiers. We yes, don't know sir. what they got. They is ready for war. War. And but basically they're saying by any means necessary. Whatever you want to do, America, we're gonna change the narrative. You're not gonna be the the, the the king no more. You're not gonna be telling them and if Europe wants to get in it, they already got Russia. They already got some of the Arabic nations that's that's, that's already linking up with them. They already talking about how uh, one of the African nations, and I feel like more of them are gonna team up. I'm not an advocate for war. I'm an advocate for love, peace, peace joy, joy, and happiness. Happiness. That's it. That's it. But, but when you wrong people. For so long, me and my brother, my brother, we was just talking about this stuff. When you wrong people so long, um, they still ain't, ain't tried to uh, um, fix the situation with African Americans. They ain't, they ain't thinking about uh, uh, reparations. That they 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 don't want to do that. People, you got people saying we don't need reparations. We wouldn't slaves. All kind of nonsense. But you got folks that have come through the Holocaust. You got folks that went through. Uh, uh, what was that? The Hiroshima, and yeah, okay, Holocaust. They, Holocaust. Their, their ancestors got reparated, and you mean to tell me, after four hundred years of slavery, and our people still reeling from slavery, and you got you got so much nonsense that's formed us because of it. You mean to sit there and tell me we can't be reparated, but you reparate other people? The judgment of God is at the doorstep, and I'm going to leave it at that. The judgment of God is at the doorstep. Yeah, it is. And God yeah, is ready to take revenge, not only just the people who enslaved us, but the people, the governments, the Babylonian system government that has allow young children to be taken advantage of, kidnapped, 
sex traffic, murdering people, organ harvesting, you name it. Oppressed people, oppressed poor people. Oh, it's coming. Coming. Oh, it's coming. The judge coming, dog. and punishments is of Christ is about to hit this planet. And then in them seven years is not gonna be nothing nice. I'm gonna tell you right now, there's gonna be people who wish they had never been born. You could joke all you want, you could play with all you want, but it's it's going to it's inevitable. People out here talking about, oh, I've been hearing about that since I, I'm telling people still saying that today. Oh, well, we've been hearing about Reverend, we've been hearing about the end of the world. We've been hearing about all this world war. We've been hearing about that. Okay. All we could do is pray for you that you get saved. Yeah. Pray, that God pray, pray. up your heart and that you see yeah. what's about to yeah. happen. Go yeah. ahead, doctor, and close it out. Go ahead, doctor. Time. This is the hour. This is the season. This is the this is the way God's going to do it. He's going to do it His way. Amen. And by doing it His way, He said. Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. Now is the day of salvation. Harden not your heart. And the world today is saying, I, 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 I'm not interested in that. In fact, I don't even understand what's going on. I don't even want to know what's understanding. You know, man, I want to just go ahead and party, baby. Mm. I want my money. I want my cars. I want my mm. fine clothes. We don't made a repeat on this. We don't say it over and over again, and we want to say it until the Lord come. We know the time is short. The day is far spent. We know that the Jews are getting ready. They're getting more ready than the church is getting ready. The church is sleeping. They're they're fussing right. and fighting. They they got programs and they're money things. There's men and women having. Illegal sex in the church under the sneak guise of righteousness, and God said, "It's enough." God, I, 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 God, oh my God, you just don't know. God is so merciful, and He says, yes, he "It's enough now." I don't gave yes, him six thousand years, as we already said. I don't gave him six thousand whole years. I don't protected him. I I gave him a couple of storms, earthquakes, wars have came, wars have went. People are still living the same old way. They haven't learned about the past. And by them not learning by the past, we're in war now. People say, oh, we're going we gonna to get out of this. But ain't what Revelation says. The Revelation says, sixth chapter, I saw a white horse. They had our Christ. Then John the Revelator said, I saw a red horse. That's that's the war of Gog and Magog. Then he said, I saw a black horse. Then he said, that's famine. And famine is coming because after war, famines come because Amen. they're going to shut down the farmers. They're going to mess up the land. Uh, 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 there's going to be bloodshed. There's going to be men going to war. So there ain't, ain't going to be nobody to plow the fields and plant the seeds. So food's going to come short. After the food comes short, people starve. After food comes so short, they tell me a black horse rode. When the black horse rode, he had a pair of balances in his hand, and he weighed it out. And he said, a measure of wheat for a penny representing that there's going to come a time where a loaf of bread, in order for you to get one loaf of bread, it's going to cost you $80. $80 for a loaf of bread. And if you don't have the $80, if you don't have the $80, you don't eat. Then in the middle of the tribulation, I'm getting ready to close down. In the middle of the tribulation, there's going to be a marking of the beast. And the marking of the beast is AI. Why don't you come to Christ? Why don't you come to Christ? Ain't no use of trying to duck behind nobody. If you want to come to Christ, you can come right now. The Bible says confess with your mouth. Believe with your heart. 
that God Almighty sent his son, died on Calvary's cross, got up on the third day morning. Come on in. Repent of your sins because sin will damn your soul. Sin will put you in hell. God don't put you in hell. Sin does. Come to Christ. And he said, I'll save you forever. Praise God. Give you give an honor to the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and my respect to Brother 